This is The Mudroom, uncommon sense parenting classes with your parenting coach, Alana Robinson. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Hello and welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free uncommon sense parenting class. How is everyone today? Welcome to March. We're on baby watch around here. My sister-in-law is due any day now with my nephew. My family is having a baby boom. Everyone is pregnant except for me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I'm done, but I'm enjoying being the auntie that gets to cuddle and be the baby whisperer and then hand them back at the end of the day and go have a full night's sleep. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, we're also recently recovered from COVID. My youngest came down with symptoms a week and a half ago while my husband was away because why not? And then it made its way through the house. Luckily, my sons have had their first vaccine dose. They only had a couple of flu-like symptoms, mainly fevers. I've had my three shots, so I mainly had brain fog and a really intense headache. So fingers crossed we're done with that now. And a huge thanks to my team for holding down the fort while I spent a couple of days walking into rooms and forgetting why I was there and leaving sentences hanging because I forgot what I was saying while I was saying it. So much fun. I feel for anybody who has had this like to a greater degree because just that little taste of it was enough for me. All right, our topic for today is kindness. I'm hearing a lot about how mean kids are being lately, and it's freaking parents out because obviously we want our kids to be kind. We want them to be loved by everyone around them, and we know that being kind, friendly, and considerate are traits others gravitate towards. So I'd like to talk a bit about what kindness actually is, and what meanness actually is, and how we can help our children be kinder without just lecturing them about playing nice. Before we jump into that though, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Alana Robinson and I'm a parenting coach for parents of toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners. I help you understand why your kids are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or timeouts. I'm your host here on The Mudroom. I'm also the host of the Parenting Posse Facebook group and the creator of the Parentability Program, where I help you raise well-behaved kids of your own. I am so glad that you're here. If you're watching, I'd love to know where you're joining us from in the comments. Say hi, I love chatting with y'all. And don't forget to like and subscribe while you're here so that you never miss another class. Those of y'all listening to the podcast, I'd love it if you could do me a favor and rate the podcast too. Okay, the dictionary definition of kindness is being friendly, generous, and considerate. In other words, giving of your mental energy, right? We've talked in the past about how stress is anything that takes energy. And when our energy is depleted, our capacity to do even mundane tasks is depleted or eliminated. And I'm sure you've experienced this when you've had an exceptionally stressful day and you stop at your local grocery store or coffee shop, somewhere where you know people, and they greet you all cheerfully and you're like, yeah, hey. And you try and avoid interacting with them when on other days you would likely be chatty, remembering their kid's birthday or that their mom was sick last week, wishing them good luck with some endeavor they're engaged in. 
That's because being kind takes energy. <laughs> and when we're depleted, that ability to engage in what's known as pro-social behaviors, behavior that's positive, helpful, and intended to promote social acceptance and friendship, suffers. In fact, I'd say of all the stressors, pro-social ones are the ones that tend to be the first to hit because pro-social behavior is exclusively for the benefit of others. And when we're stressed, our main objective is to preserve energy. Why? Because that's how we keep ourselves physically and psychologically safe. If we're running low on energy, our brain will eliminate anything that may cause us to become vulnerable to an outside threat. And pro-social behaviors, in other words, behaviors that don't really benefit us, they benefit others, are directly in opposition to that goal. In other words, the more stressed we become, the more selfish we become, the meaner we become. And what does being mean really mean? It means prioritizing ourselves, doesn't it? To be unkind is literally the dictionary definition. <laughs> that means we're being unfriendly. We're not being considerate of others' feelings or needs. And we're not being generous with our time, energy, or resources. We're hoarding. We're trying to keep everything we've got to ourselves for our own benefit. In other words, we're dysregulated. We're in defense mode. We don't feel safe and we're not thinking. We're unable to reason. We're just feeling. We're leading with our emotions and we aren't rational. In other words, being kind is a privilege. We can only be kind when we're feeling safe, secure, and have more energy than we personally require. When we're regulated, calm, alert, and engaged. But how do parents generally try to teach their children to be kind? By shaming them, right? We lecture them about sharing. We say, be nice. We expect them to exert willpower to wait their turn, to suppress their emotions, don't cry, be quiet, ask nicely, etc. We're teaching them to ignore the signals their body is giving them that they're dysregulated and need to calm down, which is completely counterproductive to our goal of teaching them to be kind. What if, when we notice our children being mean, rather than morally pontificate at them and attempt to shame them, we recognize it as a sign that they need to regulate that we took meanness as a red flag for being depleted. And instead of clicking our tongues at them and reminding them to be nice or even modeling being nice, we focused on refilling their tank, on drawing their attention to the fact that their inability to be kind is an indicator that they need to take a step back and take a break and take care of themselves. What if we taught them to say, you know what, I need a minute and take the space to calm themselves down and not only take the space, but what to do with the space that they've just created, how to actively calm themselves down. Unfortunately, there's no one universal way to do that. How each person calms themselves is completely unique to them. 
and that takes some exploration. Which is why in parentability, we focus our entire first couple of months with a new client on figuring it out for you and for your kids. Because there's a lot of trial and error involved and you need to know what you're looking for, which is difficult <laughs> when you're not used to looking for it. But how would that change the landscape in daycares, preschools, kindergartens, society as a whole eventually? How would that change how we deal with bullies or with the quote unquote difficult kids, with the mean girls at school? If we had a generation of children that were taught that their meanness wasn't a character flaw, but a signal that can be acted on, could we prevent these kids from turning their dysregulation into their whole personality if we saw them and therefore treated them as children who needed to calm down and how to learn to calm down? I think so. I think we could eliminate those terms from our vocabulary entirely. We've talked about the Pygmalion effect and how our expectations shape behavior. Well, this is a beautiful example of that. If we expect that children who aren't displaying kindness are dysregulated, we will teach them to take the space to calm down and therefore create the conditions for kindness. If we expect that our children are morally deficient, they will continue to behave in a way that we consider amoral. So what do you think? Like, do you think this is something that you can keep in the back of your mind and try next time you see your child being mean instead of pushing them to share or shaming them with your disappointment? Give them a break. Pull them aside and empathize with that. Hey, I can see that you're having a really hard time playing nicely with your friend. Why don't we take a wee break and read a book or go for a walk or sing a song together? Take some deep breaths and then you can go back to playing. And no, our kids are not gonna like this. <laughs> I always find it kind of funny when parents are like, but they don't want to take a break. Well, of course they don't. They've never been told that taking a break was an acceptable response. They've never been given that space or seen anyone else take that space. So at first it's gonna feel like a punishment. It's gonna feel like a moral failing or like a personal flaw because that's what they've been told it is until now. That is going to seem really selfish or like they're giving in, they're letting someone else win. So no, this is not gonna go smoothly at first. <laughs> but if you continue to shift your response that way, not only will they stop resisting it, they will eventually begin to initiate it themselves. If you want support with this, with figuring out how to teach your child to actively calm down, how to recognize the signals their body is giving them when they're dysregulated, how to keep them regulated throughout the day, and then build up the skills that are causing the dysregulation so they aren't draining anymore, that's exactly what we teach in Parentability. So I'd encourage you to go to alanarobinson.com or click on the link in the description and go find our free class. In that class, I explain how all of these things, regulation, skills, critical thinking, they all work together to create good behavior. And if after that class, you still need more support, we're here to offer it in Parentability. If you're good to go, if that fills in the blanks for you, then awesome. 
keep on keeping on and we can talk through any little like speed bumps that come up in the parenting posse. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next week for another Uncommon Sense Parenting class. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom on Common Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us live every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us in the Parenting Posse Facebook group. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.